welcome back. My name is David, aka The Short Black Techie. I've decided to go back to my original name that eventually became The Black Techies Podcast. I promise I won't change it anymore. I promise. In fact, feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash shortblacktechie. There I do reviews, impressions, commentary on gaming and tech. Speaking of gaming tech, the Steam Deck is something I've been thinking about for a while. I wasn't able to pre-order one, but the concept is interesting. The Steam Deck is finally being shipped to eager gamers around the world and is easily one of the most intriguing gaming devices in recent memory. PC gaming has long been thought of as something tied to, well, the PC. However, it seems that the Steam Deck is looking to decouple the concept of PC gaming from the PC itself and redefine what we think of as traditional PC gaming. And while it's doing that, it's actually bringing more people into PC gaming itself. In full transparency, I am a desktop PC gamer. My latest build has an AMD Ryzen 7 3700X CPU, 32GB of DDR4 RAM, and an NVIDIA RTX 3070, all inside of an in-case M1 small form factor case. It's definitely more than enough for playing current AAA games at 1440p resolution and a bit of video editing in DaVinci Resolve. One of the core benefits of PC gaming is that your computer can function simultaneously as a gaming machine, productivity machine, coding machine, video and photo editing machine, and so much more. However, some people don't want to do all of that. They just want to game. The Steam Deck is a bit of a unicorn in the PC gaming space. It's a handheld PC that's dedicated solely for gaming. That puts it more in line with traditional gaming consoles. Like consoles, developers are able to target the Steam Deck's AMD APU consisting of a Zen 2 CPU and RDNA 2 GPU. While that's not nearly as powerful, this is still in line with what the PS5 and the Xbox Series S and Series X are packing. Unlike consoles, however, the Steam Deck has access to nearly the entire Steam library of over 50,000 games. Granted, many of them still have to run on the Proton compatibility layer since most games are compiled strictly for Windows, but the possibility is still there. That means that you can play much older titles like Counter-Strike Global Offensive or CSGO in the original Quake, or recently released titles like Destiny 2 The Witch Queen or Elden Ring. Trying to build or upgrade a PC these past few years has been an exercise in futility, but the global chip shortage is driving GPU prices to astronomical levels. While this may deter new builders from getting into the hobby, the Steam Deck offers gamers a way into the door without having to spend money on expensive PC components along with the research and time needed to actually build it. Don't get me wrong, PC gaming can be incredibly rewarding. Think of it like Legos or a puzzle. The process of putting it together can be exhausting, frustrating, and time-consuming, especially if it's your first time. However, nothing beats finishing a complete PC build and turning it on to be greeted with the Windows logo for the first time. This is your computer and you built it with your own hands. You put in the work and it's something that you can be proud of and even show off. That said, even though building your own PC is more cost-effective than buying a pre-built one, not everyone wants to go through the travails of PC building. You might be yelling at me right now saying, David, you can just buy a gaming laptop. This is true, but not only is the Steam Deck cheaper, it's also more portable. It's much easier to play games on the go using the Steam Deck than a laptop. It's one of the reasons why the Nintendo Switch is one of the best-selling Nintendo home consoles ever. Think about how revolutionary the Nintendo Switch was when it released in March 2017. 
The primary hook of the console is the ability to place it into a dock that's hooked up to a TV when you want a more traditional couch experience, but then pick it up and take it with you when you want to play in another room, say the bathroom while you do your business. Personally, I like to use the Swiss to play for about an hour in my car while I'm on my lunch break at work. This allows me to get through single player games that I might not otherwise have time to play. The Steam Deck has a similar hook. Like the Switch, the Steam Deck isn't that powerful, but that's not the point. The point is that you can play your Steam library on the go. If you're like me and you don't have a lot of time to game, you can still use the Steam Deck to play in spurts to get through longer games like The Witcher 3. You can still hook it up to a monitor, keyboard, and mouse and play it like a regular desktop computer. Looking at the grander scale of gaming, there has been a huge push from Microsoft and others to position cloud gaming as a way to make gaming available to all. Latency issues aside, cloud gaming does provide an excellent way to play games, especially when current-gen consoles are still hard to find. It also removes an obstacle for new gamers by allowing them to ditch both consoles and a gaming PC if they don't already own one. The ability to not be tethered to a standalone box seems to be a growing future of console gaming. It stands to reason that PC gaming likewise gets the same freedom through both cloud gaming and portable gaming devices like the Steam Deck. Of course, not everyone likes the idea of depending on the internet for gaming, as there aren't any portable Xbox consoles or portable PlayStations, RIP PS Vita. The Steam Deck is one of the best ways to experience modern games on a mobile platform that's not Nintendo. In fact, many people are buying the Steam Deck as a stepping stone into PC gaming itself. Now, obviously, the Steam Deck isn't the only portable gaming PC. The iNeo, the One X Player, the GPD Win 3, and the Win Max are all worthy alternatives to the Steam Deck, but they're missing one key thing. Valve's tight control over the Steam Deck specs allow it to be specifically targeted by developers. In fact, I would argue that Valve's vertical integration between the Steam Deck hardware and the Steam Store platform give it a unique advantage that other portable gaming PCs can offer. If you scroll through Steam on the Steam Deck, Valve helpfully labels games that are compatible with the Steam Deck. In fact, Elden Ring has better performance on the Steam Deck than on both the consoles and the gaming PCs. That said, reviews are now out for the Steam Deck, and the consensus seems to be that when the Steam Deck works, it's an amazing experience. However, there are still a few bugs and jankiness to work out. The battery life isn't great depending on what game you're playing, and some games still don't work well. As a first attempt, however, Valve seems to have something here, and the Steam Deck 2 might be the one that truly sees mobile PC gaming become just as ubiquitous as the Nintendo Switch. To sum things up, I believe the Steam Deck provides the best way to decouple PC gaming from the traditional desktop and laptop model that we're so accustomed to. It allows gamers to experience one of the best benefits of PC gaming without having to build one themselves. In a possible future where the majority of gaming is done on the go, it provides an intriguing hybrid of PC and console in a portable package. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Short Black and Techie. If you like podcasts like this, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. Also consider subscribing to my YouTube channel for reviews and impressions on different tech products and games. Also, follow me on Twitter at shortblktechie. And don't worry, I will leave all of this in the show notes so just in case you forget, it'll be there for you to read. Well, until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. <laughs>